Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. We have a whole bunch of reasons to celebrate today, but I have to tell you, Robbie, you are the first person to be on the show three times. <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked. And I was like, wow, I've got another interview later this afternoon with Troy. I'm like, he'll be the second. It's kind of like, I don't know, there was a Tom Hanks skit on SNL about how many people have hosted X amount of times. I'm like, this is kind of fun. Anyway, so thank you for being back. (laughs) I'm flattered. Thanks for having me again. I really appreciate it. I hope, yeah, I hope your listeners aren't sick of hearing my voice yet. Uh, (laughs) That's, I didn't, yeah, I guess it has has been three times. That's wild. Yeah, it's like, well, and for, for, for those of you who have not listened, this is Robbie McCullough of Beaver Builder. I should explain to everybody, just in case I make the assumption you know, you're famous in my world. We don't know <laughs> who's listening. Um, but yeah, I just, it, it was kind of crazy. Even when you guys hit three years, I thought, God, it felt like just, I don't know, a year and a half ago or something. Like I talked to you guys for the first time. Yep. No, I fondly, fondly remember the first time we talked because I believe that was our first podcast interview. Um, and it was so nice of you to, uh, to to kind of take a chance on a couple unknown kids, right? Like, and it was we were. I remember we were sitting. It was back when we had our office, and we were all sitting around the computer on the couch, and we were all kind of like had that you know nervous anxiety, like we didn't know what we were getting into. And then we just had such a fun chat. I remember at the end of it, we all kind of looked at each other and like started laughing. And we we're like, "Wow, that was so cool. We had so much fun." <laughs> oh my god, I'm so glad. I did not know that was the first interview. That's really fun. Um, I, yep, I'm almost positive. I think I might have done one. And but then that was the first time all three of us had gotten together. Um, and oh man, I, I remember getting. I, I've done a few podcasts now. Like I, I kind of have calmed the butterflies in my stomach. But I, oh, we used to get so nervous about these things. It's like doing a like a you know, like speaking in public. It got it was that same same kind of like public speaking anxiety. <laughs> totally. And then like you, I'm sure now it's just like anything else, right? The more you do it, the easier it gets. Um, yep. It- well, yes, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Flying and, and doing podcasts. I've gotten a lot better at those this year. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's one thing. And when I would, uh, totally leads into my next question, because you guys, you have you been on the road? Are you all three going? Because you're going to a lot of WordCamps and a lot of WordPress events. Yeah, we 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 do a little bit of so I um I have a, a lovely girlfriend, but I don't have any kids. And Justin and Billy, my two partners, both have families of wives and two kids. So it's a little bit more difficult for them to to get out and, and do the events but um so we they also they also live a couple hours away from me so it's been a great opportunity when we can travel together for us to have some FaceTime um and get to you know chat and talk so we we've been doing yeah we've been doing a couple of word camps we've been trying to sponsor word camps um as much as we can and it's really fun to go go to the camps as well and then also doing a few kind of like more educational and and uh business networking style events as well yeah it's fun to see where the wordpress space is sort of headed i noticed there was an event, it was uh, WordCamp Publishers, I think, and it was like, it's in Denver in the, the summer, and I almost submitted to speak, but I was like, I got to move my daughter to college down, anyway, I was like, I, I can't, 
either way, but I'm like, it's really fun to see the different types of WordPress events that are popping up outside of WordCamp even. So they're, they're kind of niching down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I, I think someone was making fun of Chris Lemma and Cabo Press, and they were saying like, "Oh, you just take you know something you like to do and put press in front of it, so you can write it <laughs> off on your taxes, right?" So we were talking about like golf press and cigar press, or you know, concert press, beer <laughs> press. <laughs> yeah, beer press. Oh, yeah, I'll be there in a heartbeat. It's funny. I mean, it's funny, but it, there is a little element of that. I mean, there was camp press, I think, and there's a couple of. Uh, or maybe camp press is coming out, but there was like a hiking press and a ski week press. and <laughs> It's kind of fun, though. I just think, I think that's the stuff that instills, uh, I don't know, it instills a community. So let's talk a little bit. So three years later, a lot has changed since the first interview. I know we did a, an update in between, but um, can you share some of the stuff? I mean, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it really has. Uh, well, let's see. Okay, big big things that have changed. Um, we used we started as a web agency, and we were balancing agency and product for maybe the first year and a half or so, and we phased that out. I think we probably touched on that the last time we talked. But yeah, no no longer doing any agency work at all. We're 100% Beaver Builder. We gosh, I wonder if the first time we talked to so we did the freemium model backwards, right? Like we launched our premium product, our premium plugin first, and then doubled back and did the free version. Um, and the free version, we've started a, a partnership with GoDaddy. Uh, it was in the last year, I guess it wasn't last year, but it started kind of right before uh, 2017. And they've been bundling that free version with their managed WordPress um, hosting package. Mm -hmm. And that's been super cool because we're, we've just had this surge. I mean, they're such a, they're a huge, huge player in the hosting space that they've just, they just like they turned on a fire hose that's just been dumping <laughs> yeah. users into that free version. So that's been really exciting. How did, how did that come about? And just so I can explain, because I had, um, I interviewed them when they launched the, their new managed WordPress hosting and it was, you know, the fact that they bundled it with you guys was so gold to me because it was the nicest onboarding process I'd ever seen for those people that are not developers and don't want to go just do a WordPress.org install. They're not sure what to do to be walked through. You do this and then you do this and here's your site and here's this builder. And it was, I mean, down to images, like they really put a lot of time and energy into that. How did that come about? Yeah, I, I agree. It's I love what they're doing. Just on, as like a side note, I think this idea has been coming up a lot in the WordPress space in general of like, how do we how does WordPress compete with Shopify or Squarespace? And the onboarding, like, you know, when you get dumped into a fresh install of WordPress, you know, your pages aren't set up yet and your menus aren't set up yet. And all these kind of things that we're familiar with because we work with WordPress all the time. Um, are real kind of hurdles to, to newcomers, I think. So they really streamlined a lot of that. And that onboarding process is really cool for like going from zero to having a functional website um, without having to kind of get into the nitty gritty of the WordPress admin panel. Uh, but so, so to answer your question, I guess it, it was actually a long time coming. We met the GoDaddy team, and it's kind of there's been some some uh, faces that have changed in that group throughout the years. But we met them a couple years ago now, because um, I think one of the reasons it was really convenient was we were local. 
So they were looking for page builders. They were looking at all the page builders in the space. And it really wasn't that long after we came on the scene. I mean, probably not that long after we talked, um, we got an email from them and they were saying, Hey, like we, you know, we saw what you guys are doing. We saw your local. We'd love to come out and meet you and, and chat. And, uh, yeah, that was a really that was another one of those like really cool pivotal experiences when we were kind of like a fresh young new company because uh, we're like oh my gosh like go like I remember yeah, I was gonna one say, of their, go daddy's knocking yeah on your door. like that's big that's real deal uh, <laughs> the real deal company there and the, yeah the guy one of the guys showed up in like a black uh, Uber like the, the the fancy Uber and we were we saw him pulling up through our driveway and we're like oh my gosh this is like this is big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all in your shorts and t-shirt, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I th- well, I think we collared up. I, that was probably the last time I wore a collar shirt in the last uh, three years, if I'm not. <laughs> Good for you. There's a reason you work for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we've, we've, we've known them and known the team, f- well, the, the WordPress, you know, select members of their, of their team for a while. And they had expressed some interest in doing something together, you know, somehow integrating Beaver Builder, on their uh, their platform and it took a long time and there really there's been multiple kind of personnel changes and idea and vision changes I think on their end and then finally um, it, it it just all kind of fit together when they launched their onboarding tool which I, they call it the WP easy mode I believe um, but that kind of project and process was where we fit in just perfectly. And then we had the free version available, which made a lot of sense. Um, they were able to bundle that as opposed to trying to figure out like a licensing deal or something of that nature. Um, that really made it a lot easier for you know us to just be like, hey, here, take this. And we do, we, we, we have a special kind of agreement with them where they have a, a, like a handful of our premium modules that are available that aren't normally available in the free version. Um, and then they actually they worked with another company to build some really cool templates using Beaver Builder. So when you use that WP Easy mode, you get in there and then you can select from a you know uh, you know I, I'm not sure exactly how many there maybe around ten or twelve somewhere in that that window, but select a template and then it just spits you right out into the Beaver Builder interface with this template that was built in Beaver Builder, so you can jump in there and edit and modify it. I just when they showed me that I thought this is so. Great. And there's, there are so many people that, that are, you know, when they're starting out and they don't, there's so, so, so much to learn and the space moves so quickly. So to be able to go in and get that up and installed and have a tool that is a visual tool for somebody who doesn't want to get into code like me, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's great. So without getting into the numbers, obviously, so do you guys, it's, it's not a licensing agreement, but Obviously, you guys are getting something from this partnership. How, you know, I mean, I'm, and I'm asking from the perspective of there's been a lot of acquisition, right? And and partnerships with GoDaddy and and WordPress companies, and so it's interesting to see. Obviously, you guys are not selling off to GoDaddy or anything, um, but can you explain how that was structured without getting into dollars or anything? I'm not trying to be nosy. <laughs> no, yeah, of course, that's fine. It was something we kind of had to learn about ourselves. Um, so. We so so we have a distribution deal. I mean, I'm going to use my fancy like you know biz dev terminology here. Uh, it's a distribution deal as opposed to a revenue deal. So they're using the free version, and there's no money changing hands. Um, they're bundling that, and then like I, I love that fire hose analogy. I mean, they're turning on the fire hose for us, um, and we have our upgrade buttons in the free version. So it's been it's been really. Um, 
it's been good for us because all of these users that are kind of getting introduced to Beaver Builder and our product um, are using it and enjoying it. And then if they want to upgrade, we're, we, we actually specifically made some tweaks in our free version in anticipation of GoDaddy doing this where we we kind of highlighted and added a couple new calls to action and highlighted some of the features that were available in the premium versions um, in the free version. So things like templates and, uh, and additional modules. We'd say, hey, you know, if you want to add a few more modules, check out what we have to offer. Or if you want to save your templates, you know, check this out. It's not quite as as obnoxious as that. <laughs> we <laughs> subtly added them subtly. <laughs> well, you know what I was going to say, sorry, is this is, I mean, because you guys all have developer backgrounds, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. Okay, so, but I mean, so it, it's just, I think for me, um, as an observer watching the explosion of all this, and, and I say that because I, I can't think of anything that has done what Beaver Builder has in terms of community and sales and all the, the great stuff that's happened. But I mean, so kind of getting into that space and saying, okay, well, we have to take this UI and how can we do upsells and how can we be marketers? It's It's been, <laughs> I would assume it's been sort of an interesting journey to do that in a way that is selling with, with still keeping with the integrity of the product. Yes. Yeah, definitely. We, um, for better or for worse, I think are not good at marketing, <laughs> which I, I mean, I feel bad. It's, I can say that because that's kind of my like section of the business that I've tried to own and learn and, and build on. Um, but yeah, we, none of us came in with an, ex, you know, any experience with, with marketing or sales. Um, and we always kind of made a point in the beginning to try and be like, what's the opposite of pushy, like not as not pushy as possible. Like, you know, when you installed Beaver Builder, we never wanted there to be like, you know, flashy things popping up in the admin area and you know we wanted it to just kind of hide away in the background and not you know we, we've had to kind of learn how to be appropriately noisy and obnoxious in, the, in that sense um just for the sake of our business but yeah it's something we're, we're very kind of sensitive towards and, and we've always tried to err on the side of of uh quality of product as opposed to, you know, aggressive marketing tactics and techniques. Well, for what it's worth, I think that I did a po oh, it was a podcast episode a couple of weeks ago on, on, I, I see, you know, I'm definitely in the internet marketing space too, besides WordPress and, and I see a maturing of the space. I think people are so over the hype and it's like, I think everyone has a, their BS meter is just that much stronger at this point. And so there's sort of, and again, just my observation, but there's this craving for just doing business with good people, which is what you guys are. And I think, you know, this is a good transition sort of into the community. I mean, did you guys ever foresee such a, you know, just enthusiastic, you know, zealous group of people supporting your product? No, <laughs> I mean, no, really. no, not even, not even close, not even close. We... We, when we were doing the, when we were doing client services, so like pre Beaver Builder business, we were building websites and we had a kind of cool funnel with a, we were a partner with a, with a company that would basically just send us work. Like we didn't need to do much outreach or community building or like all of this was totally new, new for us. Um, and I mean, no, I, I just, I, 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 uh, 
not in a million years would have would have expected. And and I think we've I mean, just on that note, too, we've gotten so fortunate to have such I mean, I loved your post about cheer, like Beaver Builder and Cheers. <laughs> that was so sweet. I really appreciate all the Thanks. nice things you said in that post. And and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's so cool to be a part of because yeah, like I've grown up online, like on computers and been a part of many online communities and they often go sour quickly, you know, especially as they grow. And, um, we've managed to, to keep a really kind of, I, I use the word vibe. I know it's kind of like a hippie, like, you know, like, Oh, the vibe, man. There's a really cool vibe in that group that that's, that's persisted, even though we've grown. I mean, we started at, you know, one, two, three, five people and we're, we're approaching, I think 7,000 now. And it's still, uh, in like less than a year, right? Or a year, maybe? How long has that group been around? Um, I think it's over a year mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I think it's over a year. Because I remember we did like a one-year birthday post in there. So it's probably like a year and a half that the group's okay. been going, mm-hmm. roughly. I know. I feel like a lurker. But it's like, I just, you know, it, it's that's why I wrote that post. I think it's funny when I think about, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of developers in there. And, and I'm completely out of the website space now, meaning I don't do it for people. But I love content. I love WordPress. And, and I'm like, I'll just be the cheerleader. And I'll just <laughs> support and promote. Um, but, you know, I, I think what when I, in that post I wrote about you guys, because I've been a part of other communities. And it's just it's literally like everyone's welcome. And to people listening, the cheers reference was sort of that, you know, you want to go where everybody knows your name. And that was, that <laughs> is how that community is. Now, did you guys start the, the Facebook group or did somebody else start it? Nope. Yeah. Somebody else started it. Uh, Dave Toomey okay, um, was the original uh, man with the plan. I, I wish, yeah, I wish we could take credit for it. like so many of our, our, you know, experience, like the whips, there's so many kind of similar stories where things have just been like these happy accidents that we fall into, you know, like, like the free version I was talking about, you know, we were like, we, we kind of had this, we looked up one day and we're like, Hey, maybe we should do a free version for the WordPress, you know, plugin repository. And now it's, now it's by far, I think it's got four times the number of installs, like the, the amount of, uh, um, traction that that free version gets has been huge. Like it was kind of a happy little accident. And then the Facebook group, you know, I think Dave hit us up and he said, Hey, you know, I want to do this. Can I have your permission to like use your you know name or your logo? Like, are you guys okay with this? And we're like, Oh yeah, sure. That sounds good luck. You know, who's going to join a, who's going to join a Beaver Builder Facebook group, right? <laughs> but yes. then uh happy little accident. No. Yeah. I, I, I can't take credit for any of this. Uh, <laughs> Well, Just you should, though. Our noses here. <laughs> but you should, though, Robbie, because really, I mean, it's because of who you guys are. I think that this has come up from that. And the other thing stemming out of that is the amount of sort of third party, whether it's teaching or or supplemental plugins or themes and stuff. I mean, did you guys, I, I keep asking if you've got a crystal ball, but you know, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that in terms of, and it's just been great because you, you guys support everybody who is extending Beaver Builder. I mean, you know, how did some of that come about? That, okay. So that one, that's a good, that's a good question. That's a good, maybe contrast to the, to the last two. But so that one also kind of popped up on its own. So John Mather was the original guy. I think, um, he did Beaver Lodge and he started making custom modules for Beaver Builder and a few people had made custom modules and shared them kind of like, you know, maybe someone did a, a module for a client project and they kind of, they open sourced it and shared it with the community. But John was the first one to kind of spin a business out of it. And, 
we saw him doing this and we're like, oh, man, this is really cool. Um, but we did make the, the strategic, I guess, decision, if you will, to encourage and kind of try and foster that third party um, ecosystem. Um, we, we, we learned a lot from, from Pippin over at Easy Digital Downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been, we, he's always been one of the guys we kind of like read his, his blog and keep up with what he's doing and have gotten luckily <laughs> to learn from a bunch of his mistakes. Like his, uh, our whole support forum, our original support system was based on a blog post that he wrote about how he did his, um, Forum. And then we had a bunch of these kind of like add-on extension plugins for BB Press. That so something like if you have a if you want to close a ticket like air quotes around ticket, but close a BB Press thread like a ticket, he wrote a plugin to do that. He he kind of went through the the growing pains of using a forum for support, and then released a bunch of the code he wrote. And we just took that you know verbatim and, and implemented it. And then he eventually was like, okay, this isn't working anymore. I'm moving over to Help Scout. And uh, we researched a couple other ticket uh, systems, and we were like, okay, yep, yeah, same, same here. Like, <laughs> we're moving over to Help Scout too. But anyway, long story short, is he um, wrote a lot about his third-party ecosystem and how they managed it at Easy Digital Downloads, and they encouraged third-party developers to write extensions for Easy Digital Downloads. But then they hosted the platform and sold those extensions underneath their brand. And at first, they were really gung-ho about getting people onto that platform and writing for their platform, but it ended up kind of backfiring a bit over time. As it scaled, it got really difficult for them to manage the updates and you know, manage the code quality of these ex- extensions that were, that were under the umbrella of their brand. So we made the decision not to do it that way but to encourage everyone to build their own kind of, you know, like Beaver Lodge and there's um, ultimate add-ons for Beaver Builder and Power Pack. Like these guys all have their own kind of branding and their own companies um, that are separate from us. Um, but and, and so we did, we did a lot of, I guess, kind of thinking and strategizing on how best to manage that. But we, we definitely wanted that third-party ecosystem to develop and we did as much as we could to kind of help and foster that. That's a great story. I remember reading a post, and this will be a good transition too on pricing with with Pippin, and um, he's very transparent. And those posts that he does are sort of epic. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's it's like the, like a little book on do this and don't do this, and this is what was. I, I remember when EDD um, had the forum, and I was like, how do people maintain support like this? Like it to me, it would become this like twenty four seven, just a little bit of a sport nightmare. Um, but, but so, you know, I remember seeing that and, um, he talked about raising the prices and whatnot. And so what, what's great about it though, is you guys have not, some companies will say, you know, yeah, you can do it, but you can't use the name. And you guys have been fine about people using Beaver in in the name and whatnot. Yeah, we, we, we've followed the WordPress, um, like standard, if you will, of how to handle that. So we ask people not to use the word beaver builder or to use our logo verbatim. Um, but you know, like, you know how everyone calls everything WP. Like, I mean, you know, you know, right. And I know I was sent a letter, an email. Oh, (laughs) no kidding. Well, it was, I didn't know what I was doing, Robbie. It was like, but the first year I've been doing, this is going into year nine. And it was, uh, the WordPress circle building nine years old this summer. And I fell in love with WordPress. Uh Just like, this is a really good domain name. I didn't think twice about it. I was so ignorant as bliss. And it was probably, 
I don't know, two, three years in, very nicely said, hey, you can you can use the word in your logo, which I don't know. I think there's debate over that now. But they said, you just can't use it in the URL. And I said, OK, can you give me a few months to change it out? They said, no problem. I mean, it, they were super nice about it. Oh, I was wow, I was no kidding. Yeah, I was very ignorant about it. I was like, why not? You know? um, hence the WP check. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, gosh, I, thanks then. Because, yeah, we got to learn. From, I mean, the, I remember we did some research on that as well and, and came to the same realization eventually. I forget where and how. But, yeah, thank you. I think it was everyone that kind of came before us that, that fell into that <laughs> that uh, that trap that, uh, yeah, laid the groundwork for us to come in. and. Well, so that's good. I mean, most people have been very respectful of that. They just use Beaver and and just pretty much say it supports Beaver Builder. And I would assume, too, that anybody that's promoting their third party, you obviously need Beaver Builder to use it. So, I mean, has that paralleled an increase in sales and users for you guys? I, I have to think yes. We, I mean, no way to measure it, really, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an indirect, indirect thing. I mean, if again, if we were better at marketing, it, it probably would, would be measurable, right? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> it will. In, I mean, side note, interestingly, I'll, I'll be real quick here. But we, we started working with a, a marketing company called Nemedia, and Brent Jett, who has been a f- contractor on our team for a while now. Um, that's his his uh, day job, full time gig is at this this company called Namedia, and so it's this kind of interesting like circle of like he contracts for us and we started working with them, um, but their whole thing is online marketing as a as a data science and they're all um, really really smart guys that love data and they've been <laughs> digging in to our like we well we. I, well, okay, I could talk about them all day. So let me cut myself off and just say that uh, if if I asked them to figure it out, I bet they could. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're like evil geniuses when it comes to mining data and all that. So um, yeah, I think indirectly it absolutely has um, been a, been a benefit to us and and hopefully to everyone that's building on on our platform as well. Yeah, the data piece. I'm right there with you. It's like I I, I can do anal- I can do my analytics and I can look at downloads and opt-ins and some of that kind of stuff. But I just that is not my happy place. <laughs> um, okay, let's do a little. Okay, really quick before we I want to dive into Beaver Themer. Sure. Yeah. And and I want you to obviously explain to the users about it. But one thing I'd love your opinion on because um, you know I wrote a post I don't know a couple weeks ago about you know. The, the pricing structure, I think, for WordPress is in dire need of an update. And I, I feel that it's shifting a little bit. I think that as people start understanding how much time and energy goes into these plugins and themes and, and courses, whatever it is, you know, it, it's it's fascinating to me. And I when, when I look at what, first of all, Beaver Builder itself is super affordable. Um, and then when you know, the Beaver Builder, uh, the Beaver Themer pricing came out. Some people were unhappy with it and you guys have a discount. So we'll, I'll try to keep this within that launch period to get this live. And, um, but for what it does, you know, I like, I don't know if you saw that you did. I think you commented on the post where I'm like, you know, it's like $12 a month if you break it down <laughs> for a whole year license. And it's, it's fascinating to me. So I don't know what, what are your thoughts on pricing in the WordPress space? It's yeah, it's tricky because WordPress is free, right? And there, you know, there's forty thousand some odd free plugins in the WordPress repo. I think for you know just about anything out there that you can find that's a premium product, there's a maybe a free alternative. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think that the, the, the WordPress kind of community and space is coming around more to this idea that if you're building a business on WordPress, you want to make sure the tooling you're using is sustainable. And there's a lot more chance that that's going to be the case if you're using tools from companies that are charging for them and then, you know, charging a fee that is a, you know, will provide a sustainable business model. Um, we've seen a lot of the mistakes, I think, I mean, like lifetime licenses is oh. one of the ones that came up all the time, right? Like, and we, we, we made these mis all the same mistakes the first time around too, right? Like, and pricing, you know, the first time around we priced, like we, we looked around and said, oh, well, everyone else is selling for this much. So we should do that too. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's not, not uh, this time we tried to be a lot more strategic and actually looking at, you know, our costs and, you know, what's a price point where we can, you know, where, where's the balance between a price that's going to be a no brainer for someone that is using this tool in a professional setting, but that still is going to be able to like enable us to support it well continue building on it and, you know, growing it beyond just today or this week or, you know, hopefully for years to come. Um, so we, we did a lot of strategizing and talking and, and kind of analyzing, um, our data and our costs and all that to come up with, come up with our price this time around. And I think a lot of companies in the space are, are getting more, more strategic about it and getting smarter about it, quite frankly, um, instead of just kind of following the leader, which I think is what you saw a lot, you know, all themes kind of in that 60 to hundred dollar price range. And, you know, like when we first started out, we just were like, Hey, this guy's selling it for this. So let's do the same. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I'd still, I remember when I first bought and it was, it was pre Genesis. I had bought the, like a lifetime license to all the studio press themes. Yep. <laughs> and I literally emailed Brian Gardner. I'm like, so I can use them all like forever on any site. And they were like, yeah, you can. I was like, well, okay. And it was a couple hundred dollars cheaper than it is now. It, and you know, it's, it's just, this is going to be part of my WordPress mission is to shift people's perception of this because nowhere else can you start a business for as, as cost is cheap really as you can online. You know, I had a retail store and I was like, we had a $3,000 rent. Before a customer walked in the building, it had not, you know, and that didn't include inventory and all of these other things that were just basic business expenses. Yet for some reason, there's like this, well, WordPress is free. Shouldn't it just, it's, it's a real, it's a weird space. I love doing that real life analogy because people just don't get it. And I think if you, just like you said, to have the sustainability of good products and support, uh, you know, pay for it. It's, it's kind of a no brainer to me. So. That was my rant. Um, <laughs> let's move into Beaver Themer. So can, for, for the audience, I, you will obviously do it much more justice. Can you explain what Beaver Themer is? Absolutely. Beaver Themer is an extension to Beaver Builder or Page Builder. Um, there, it does it does a bunch of different things, but I think a couple of the key things are and and so we we got the ideas for Beaver Themer from our feedback and from our support channels particularly. People would say, "Hey, I want to do, I want to build my headers and footers with Beaver Builder. How do I do that?" And we kind of have to write back like, "Oh, sorry, like you can't. That's your theme. Like you can't, you know, you can't modify your theme with Beaver Builder." Um, the other one that came up all the time was I want to style all of my blog posts with Beaver Builder. You know, how do I do that? And we go, oh, sorry, like you can build 
one single page with Beaver Builder, but you can't, you know, apply that to all of your posts. Um, and so those are, I think, the two big features of Beaver Themer are that it brings those kind of theming capabilities to Beaver Builder. You can now build headers and footers, and then you can also um, design templates and apply those templates to all of your blog posts or all of your WooCommerce products or custom post types. Um, so it takes the, the kind of page builder interface um, that we have and it, it, it extends it to the rest of your WordPress website. I got, okay, so when I saw the first, um, thank you for <laughs> that. Can you tell my brain just kept going? So <laughs> when I saw the, the first uh, video that I think Justin had done, right, and, yep. and he put it in the Facebook group, I was like, from a marketing perspective, I was like, this is so gold to me because again, I'm not doing client stuff, but I'll use it on my site. And the first, the first thing that I'm going to use it for is to apply to podcast posts. You know, I yep. think it's a great way to, to differentiate content because I, I'm just, you know, a huge proponent of content. So I'm like, how can you differentiate this? So it doesn't just feel like you're on another post and, and having specific calls to action based on certain categories. And then, you know, I was thinking about this whole, um, I've got this kind of master plan for doing not just a resource page, but it needs to sort of be this, I think Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca Gill used the term like silos, right? With for SEO. And I'm like, okay, let's do this whole thing of resources. So I'm like, I can see, I have to get in there and do it now, um, just the power of it. And so it's, even though it's something that is great for developers and, you know, and people that are building sites, I think if somebody had, this is their business site too, there's a lot of power from a marketing perspective and being able to assign, you know, these styles to all of one category or whatnot. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. I can't believe I just missed that like softball down the middle of the plate, but of course podcast is a great, oh. like, <laughs> what a perfect example. Like, yeah, you know, like you, you don't just want to design a page for one podcast. You want to design the layout and apply it to all of your episodes. Ah, I feel silly. <laughs> well, I should have come prepared for that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. And it's, it's exciting to me. I'm like, okay, this is a good little challenge. And I had had, you know, for a while, uh, I have totally shifted my business stuff, but you know, I had this outsourcing company and, and we were also doing uh, podcast services. Don't anymore. But so that was a big part of it for me was, all right, let's do these custom podcast pages. So it doesn't look like you're just on another page on the site. You're still part of the brand and it's cohesive, but you want it to be a driving force. And so I, I just, I think there's a lot of opportunity for people, whether it's services, you know, I mean, if you're doing, you know, or sell, like you said, selling, even if it's, you don't have a big WooCommerce store, it's a way to have your product pages differentiated um, without having to go reinvent the wheel every time. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So what are some of the the things that you see? Have you, I mean, there's a lot of, it's funny. I was at, um, uh, Devender, maybe I posted. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's so many videos and stuff out already because you guys <laughs> had the alpha and everything out, and people are doing stuff. I'm like, God, I need to go do a YouTube playlist for these Beaver <laughs> Themer videos. Um, so, is there anything that surprised you that you've seen people doing, or what are some of the examples you can share that that people have been using it for? Um, okay, so, so one I just just like before I was talking to you today. Um, we we started up a Beaver Builder subreddit. And oh, I saw I that in the Facebook group, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that exists. It's it, it's kind of growing slowly. Uh, we've been really laser focused on on Themer. So I personally haven't had as much time to spend 
in there and on it as I would like. But I'm hoping that it just kind of sticks around in the background and continues to kind of grow and flourish. But I just made a post on Reddit, like a mega thread is what I called it, where I got all of the videos and all of the articles, basically all the content and resources I could find on, on Beaver Themer and put it all in one place. So remind me, I'll send you a link to that. And my plan is to continue updating it as time goes on. Um, to get everything because yeah, there, there has been like a real influx of content and now, especially that it's out in the wild. Um, I wanted to try and get everything in one place. I wish I'd done this with beaver theme or beaver builder <laughs> back when, but yeah, a little late. Well, not, not a dig <laughs> at you. I'm just like, you would be looking for content for a long time at this point. And yeah, lost cause, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and like you said, I mean, it was just, you guys launched it to crickets and it's just who it is. I mean, who you guys are and what it is has taken on a life of its own. Um, uh, so I, I think I saw the link. I'll grab that. And for everybody listening, I'll have links to everything in the show notes, of course. Um, yeah, and I'll get this. Uh, I have a podcast section in there. I'll make sure to get this one in there once it's uh, up on the air. Okay, awesome. So how? So you said Justin has been working on this for a long time. Like when? When? How long has this been in the making? You know, I just I was I dug into our our Bitbucket repo to try and figure out when the first commit was because I was trying to put it on the timeline myself. Um, I think the first bit of code got committed, I want to say like eight to nine months ago, somewhere in that window. Um, but I think the idea had been kicking around or, you know, we, we, we identified like these problems that we saw coming up over and over again in on Facebook and in our support and all this, like the headers and footers and the templates and 404 pages is another one. Um, that problem has been around for a lot longer and we've been kind of chewing on it and trying to figure out how to solve it. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think like actual in development time has been over eight months now. Wow. So I guess, and, and again, I'm not, not being a developer. I don't know <laughs> the, the, the window on that, but that seems like a, pr- a pr- pretty short amount of time in terms of getting such a, a major product out. Now, have you guys grown the team? I know you've got, You've got, you said some contractors. What does that look like now? Yeah, yeah, we have. We are up to, it, it kind of fluctuates. We have a couple guys that are, that kind of pop in and out or that aren't full time. Um, but we're up to about, I think, 10, at least 10 people now. And so I mentioned Brent before. Brent has been um, doing some really, really cool work with us. And he, helped out a lot on beaver theme or a lot on just kind of the he he's he's one of those unicorn types like he's he's an artist right and mm-hmm. he has a background in photography and, and video and he he does all of our like we have a bunch of, even doing all of our t-shirt designs um and he's just like, to order those i'll link to the store too because there's some awesome <laughs> shirts out there they're they're pretty fun Thank you. No, you know what? I have you on my list, actually. We so <laughs> I, I keep going off on these tangents. So I um, sat my mom and my girlfriend down the other day and I was like, I need your guys help. We need to do some ladies styles for our <laughs> swag store. And I don't know where to begin. And uh, <laughs> and in, I mean, I'm glad I did, too, because there were some interesting, you know, challenges, um, you know, in terms of like 
the shape of a body and where the the graphic fits on a t-shirt. Like all these things that I hadn't really thought about, they were able to help me with. But we came up with a, an initial uh, run of a couple of ladies' uh, designs and ladies' cut shirts. We, we do the unisex shirts on there now. But I, I have a list. You're on that list of like once we have those dialed in, I want to send you a couple of t-shirts. So Okay, so fun. Thanks. I've, I've started <laughs> getting into live streaming. I'm like, I want to wear swag t-shirts. <laughs> like yeah. the, the live streaming has just been, I, I'm floored at, at what can be done with that. But um, so that's super fun. Um, so we'll definitely link to that. Um, okay. So you said you've got like 10 people on the team now. I'm sorry. You were talking about. Yeah. Brett. No, it's my fault. I, I, I got excited <laughs> about that. Cause yeah, no, don't buy a shirt. We're going to send you okay. one. We're, we're hooking you up. Um, but so Brent, Brent is the, the man that did all these designs. He's, he's really creative, really artistic. Um, and but he also writes code. He's also a really good developer. So he's got that kind of one of you know, those dumb people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That you can just do everything. Yeah. <laughs> so but he was really, really uh, he, he contributed a lot in the sense of like the, the experience, the user experience and the user interface. Um, he's just got a really good he's been a, he's been using Beaver Builder for a long time. And he's 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 got a really good kind of finger on the pulse of our community. And he's also got just a really good instinct and formal training really in, in building software and building user interfaces. And, and, uh, so yeah, he, he's been, he's been working really hard on Beaver Themer, but he's also been working on our new 2.0 update, which is coming out soon. Um, which is, it's going to be a, a user interface overhaul for Beaver Builder. Like we're changing up the whole look and feel of the software. Um, but that, the, was so, my, that was my last question. So I'm going to, oh, we're really? going to, we, well, not last, but yeah, I want to okay. come back to that. So keep going with the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, we also brought on, we, we've been growing our support team. We have, uh, we have a woman now actually named Nancy who's, who's been doing and helping us out with documentation. So she's been, Oh, and she's great too. Everyone's great. We get really, we've talked about this many times, how we're super lucky and, and who has joined our team. We've gotten some really talented people. Um, support team's awesome. Uh, Nancy's awesome. Brent's awesome. Um, and then we have two other developers, a guy we just brought on recently named Simon, and then another guy named Eugene that are kind of our, our regulars. And then we have a few that have, have been around more in the past and that kind of pop in when they're available. But um, yeah, the team has been growing. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, and you guys are all still virtual, right? Yep. Yeah, correct. And you're, are you still down in the South Bay in the Bay area? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, and yep. then Justin and Billy are up like near Rockland or something like that. Yeah, exactly. They're about two and a half or so hours, uh, outside of the Bay area. They're probably, so I think you're kind of like right smack in the, like, are you still, you were in like the kind of like Brentwood area? Yeah. Right? Yep. It's, okay. So yeah, you're the island like... as my sister calls it. It's <laughs> nowhere yeah yeah i'm like right in between both you guys <laughs> yep yep that's awesome so um okay th so that was my next question that was leading into the whole new ui so we've gotten little sneak peeks of that right and i'm assuming we need to let beaver themer get situated and settled and stuff but uh what is what does that trajectory look like it is coming soon we have been working on them in parallel and we've been letting Beaver Themer get all the attention because we wanted to make sure we had, you know, we wanted to drum up the excitement about Beaver Themer, but also we wanted to get as many people using the betas and, and essentially, I mean, helping us in so many words, right? Helping us test and um, trying to figure out any of the kinks and iron out any issues before we launched. So we, we put the focus on Beaver Themer, but now that that's out, um, 
Beaver Builder 2.0 is really close. I think we're shooting to get the beta version out within the next couple weeks, so probably towards the beginning of June. And then traditionally, we've let those betas go for a couple weeks and then release. So I think releasing in June is possible, although I think if I, I have a feeling like Justin and the dev team might pissed off when they hear me say that so like i should give them a little window just in case but like yeah june july is summertime let's let's we're shooting for summer hopefully earlier than later (laughs) that's right around the corner so um can you i I don't know how you would do this verbally so let's just see if it's possible explains (laughs) i i mean i know i've seen the like i said in a link to the post where we got a little sneak peek can you talk about some of the changes to the ui yeah yeah we are okay so aesthetically we're we're putting a new coat of paint on it um new typography new colors we're kind of we're we're we originally you may have noticed that beaver builder today looks a lot like the wordpress customizer um and that was intentional like we wanted beaver builder to feel like you were in wordpress um so what we did with beaver themer was we actually took a really close look at calypso and some of the new kind of UI um, colors and, and uh, practices that were being put in place there. And we kind of borrowed from that. So we, we basically we tried to modernize the look. Um, but that's all I mean, that's all just kind of the, the making it look pretty stuff. But under the hood, um, we made a bunch of performance uh, enhancements. So loading uh, settings boxes and saving and publishing are going to be a lot faster we took a lot of our settings panels like when you open up that tools menu it there's a whole bunch of different kind of like windows that'll pop up for different things um and we streamlined that and put a lot of them like ultimately the goal was to make it more intuitive and make it faster to work with um both like on the performance side but also on the the user experience side so we're adding things like keyboard shortcuts to do a whole bunch of different actions that come up when you're building a page um, we're also adding some uh, ways for third-party developers to have better organization and, and categorization of their templates and their modules, oh. um, which is really exciting. That's pretty uh, cool. I mean, so you're you're really supporting your your third-party, you know, all those guys as well as the users. I mean, which they're users too. But I think that that's probably not an easy feat to do both at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was one of the goals for sure. And and I mean, and, and like real quickly, what happens if you install uh, like PowerPack or Ultimate Add-ons, one of the, the extensions that adds more modules, um, they all show up in just a, another section of the, the builder. They all kind of get clumped together. And, and some of them are up to like they have like some 30 odd modules. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> they, they get this big old long list of modules. So um, we, we solved that problem in a couple different ways. We've we rework that module list so that it's two columns, so you're able to fit a lot more um, information in a smaller screen size. Oh, cool. Uh, we added this really cool smart search, which lets you search for modules and also grab uh, searches for templates. And uh, what it's kind of similar to Slack. If you use Slack, Slack, Slack has this really smart search. I think it's like Command-K pulled up but you can if you start typing something like if you type someone's name it'll give you the name or if you type a channel it'll give you the channel or if you type a different slack room like it's uh it's really intuitive and it just kind of spans all of the options that are available in slack and it's it's similar to that and that you just start typing and then it, it tries to figure out what you're going for and 
you have access to like all your modules, all your templates, all your saved rows and uh, things of that nature. That's really awesome because, you know, it's funny is I use PowerPack and I'm like too many times I it's different when I'm at my desktop, right? I've got the 27 inch monitors and I'm like, I got one over here, one over here on my <laughs> laptop. I'm like, oh, Jesus, this is crazy. But I have to go over to the PowerPack site and it's like I'm looking at everything. I have to go back and look at all the mod. Which one did I want to use or whatever? And so that's that's awesome. Um, now, are you guys building in any more templates or with all of these, did you see a need to not have to do that? We aren't. We don't have any any new templates planned for 2.0. No, um, it, 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 not that's not saying that we won't someday in the future. Um, we released. I think the last template we did a big push of landing page. I think it was one seven or one eight. We did a lot, like maybe you know, 15 or so new landing page templates, and then a couple of releases later, we did some new content page templates. Um, but yeah, we don't have any, anything planned for this release, but we very well might, um, jump back into that in the future. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't know that you have to, <laughs> I mean, I, and I'm sure you guys, there's probably stuff you might want to be doing, but you know, there's, uh, you know, the, the plugin itself does so much. Um, can you, so with, again, you don't have to get dollars, but how many downloads have you guys had now of the free and the premium? Uh, yeah, the, the free just, just ticked over to 300,000 active installs. Nice. Um, yeah, which was really cool. <laughs> that's, that's, it's, it's wild. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine that feeling like 300,000 people. I know how I feel when I look at who listens to the podcast, so I can't even <laughs> imagine with those numbers, like, wow, that many people are using our stuff. Um, it's wild. Yeah. I, I always, I mean, I, there's no way to figure this out, but I wonder what, you know, like when you log into Google Analytics and it shows you how many like sessions you get per day or how many mm -hmm. page views, like I wonder how many page views that translates to. That's one of those like, um, it, it's total, total vanity metric too. I, I'll be the first one to admit it, but I'm so curious what that number is. Like how many people see Beaver Builder pages each day? God, that uh, would be crazy. Yeah. Right. I, it's gotta be, it's gotta be a wild number just in that with that many sites running it and we know you know we know of a few really high traffic sites that are running it too so god that's uh, awesome that's and then fun. so and the premium premium we that number we don't we we haven't like released publicly um it's it's a good deal less than that like i think i think i think i could say that we're we're i think we, we're getting towards if not over four hundred thousand. well so okay i mean we're saying <laughs> You heard, it, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah. Um, but no, I think we're, it's, it's approaching or just kind of out to break over the 100,000 active site uh, mark. That is really exciting. And I just, I don't know, I could not be happier for you guys, Robbie. It's like Aww. I said, it's just, it's just to watch the excitement and the community grow. And it's been such an organic process. So regardless of what you think of your marketing skills, uh, you guys are doing a lot, right? <laughs> Oh, thank you. That's nice of you. No, I mean, the, the, it's because of people like you. And I, I mean, thanks right back at you because, you know, you, like we've, uh, you know, we've been so lucky to, to kind of get the opportunity to, uh, it, it's been the word of mouth and community marketing and, and you know, people like yourself that are kind of out there championing, championing our product that have, have really made this possible. So. Well, you're welcome because you guys are awesome and so is the product. So uh -oh. um, where for, for people listening, so obviously I'll have the links to the site and, and Beaver Themer. And then since you are hitting WordCamps, you want to share a couple of WordCamps that you'll be at and for, for oh, people? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Um, we are going to WordCamp Orange County, which is in June. I think it's up, coming up here, and it'll probably just be a couple weeks by the time this this airs. Um, but I think June, I want to say the twenty mid mid to end end of June, mm-hmm. um, we're going to do WordCamp Sacramento, which is in the fall. And then we're going to do WordCamp US in Nashville, which I'm really I'm really excited to go to Nashville. Yeah. Have you ever been? I've never been. That would be no, fun. <laughs> I haven't either. I have not been. I had a buddy that played baseball out there when we were um, like college age. And he had the, the best things to say. I guess the, the live music scene out there and the culture out there is, is really unique and totally different from what we have here in California. I remember him having this kind of pleasant culture shock experience. Um, so that'll be really fun. And that one's in the beginning of December. So those are the three that we are doing for sure. And then if we can squeeze a few more in, um, that would be nice. But nothing else is on the books yet. Well, that's good. I will probably come meet you guys for a beer in Sacramento. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I at least want to come hang out. Uh, yeah, Orange. The, you know, the problem too with WordCamp US, US with the, my son's birthday is December 5th, and so it's like, it just uh, never like quite that. works, you know. But um, either way, I'm going to connect to you guys in person this year. Robbie, thank you so much for being here, and congratulations on everything. And please tell Justin and Billy, just give them my congratulations as well. <laughs> Oh, thanks. That's so nice of you. And then, yeah, likewise. Great. It's great. This went by so quick. It's so nice to chat with you. I always have so much, so much fun. And uh, yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if you'll let me on for a fourth time, but if you, if you want to, (laughs) I'm always available because this is super fun to talk to you. I will. And one thing I'm going to throw this out there and I probably could ask you offline with this, you know, I think it'd be kind of fun is to do like a a virtual summit for Beaver Builder. Oh, wouldn't that be kind of cool? That's a perfect, like, what do they call it in radio when they, they like, drop a little seed before they go to commercial break? We'll have to circle back and talk about this one because I have a lot of thoughts on that. Okay. Okay, good. Well, we can talk offline. So, again, thanks for being here. Um, everybody, you guys know the drill. Hang on. I'll have all the links at the end. And, of course, all the links will be in the show notes. As always, thanks so much for listening, guys. How much do you love Robbie, right? I mean, I just love the Beaver Builder guys. I'm super happy for them. So like we mentioned, Beaver Themer is out and you can go to the WPChick.com forward slash Beaver Themer, just like it sounds. And if you haven't jumped into Beaver Builder, I would highly recommend you do so because 2.0 is actually out in alpha now. So their whole new UI. So uh, I will have a post hopefully pretty quickly um, with with info on both. Um, as always, guys, thanks so much for listening. I love you tons. If you haven't, I'd love a review in iTunes. Uh, you can click the link. Uh, you can just search WordPress chicken in iTunes, or there is a link directly to iTunes on the post on the site. All right, guys, until next time. Thanks.